<laughs> I hope it catches that. I hope that's the beginning. It's just like a motherfucker. Uh, looks like we're live. Um, oh. Let me fucking pause this stupid video that I'll start in the background. Yeah. Do you, do you want me to say again? Go again, <laughs> Go for it. I mean, the world's your playground now. Cocksucker. I'm just real happy with that word right now. I was lying. Stop saying it blatantly. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just Go. kidding. You can say it all you want. Nobody's here. We're just partying on our own, so it's all good. Well, good. Fuck them. That's me. what I say, too. Fuck them. This is so I don't depress, don't get more depressed. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, look at you. What? So I don't get more depressed. Real talk here. <laughs> uh, for you, those not in the know, which I'm sure all of you are, um, this is Luke. He used to be my roommate about a decade ago. Um, he was and seems to be still very emo. Hey. To I'm the point where he... <laughs> What's that? I said I'm trying. Real hard. Uh, do you want to explain what you... Back to those days? I got my lip pierced again. Technically. <laughs> uh, I guess I genuinely like... didn't check. Do you not have your face shield? No, I don't. I got the reason I wear a hat. I went. I went to go get a hair. I've been cutting my own hair since I lived with you. Yes, I know you have. I mean, that's the most emo thing you could do. Uh, so I, I went to go get an actual haircut. I was like, whatever, <laughs> I'll go get a real. And she's like, "What do you want done with it?" And I was like, "I just want to trim, just trim." She's like, "Okay." Start off on like a one, one and a half, which is like, or a four, which is like an inch and a half. And I was like, yeah, that's good. She went around and she's like, how's that look? And like, judged me completely. That was like, you whore. Old to have my hair this <laughs> Just now, like next time you go in, just carry in like the uh, Dumb and Dumber bowl and just put it over your head and just like trim it down. So, very upset. That's what. I don't think I imagine I know how very particular particular you are with your hair, so and then I had to fucking like pay her like thirty dollars and I was like, I'm very upset right now, but I'm a good guy, so I'm not gonna say anything. Yeah, you paid thirty dollars for that haircut? Yeah, and I was like, this is why I cut my own hair. Never do I'm gonna burn again. the place down. Fuck that shit. I thought about it. <laughs> Oh, that is that is delightful. Uh, yeah, not much has been happening with me. Uh, I kind of just binged Iron Fist this weekend, and how quickly did you binge it? Oh my god, uh, I was watching three episodes a night, three or four. Um, at the last four, I had to break up two, two, and two. Um. We'll get, we'll get, let's get to that in a bit. Let's start with Get Out, though. Okay. That's what I want to talk to you about first. So you saw it the other night, right? So last Tuesday, and I've been holding off saying anything to you about it 
Um, if you don't know anything about me, I am a scaredy cat when it comes to horror movies. So uh, I heard it was a horror movie. Didn't want to go into it. Luke told me it was a great movie. I figured we could talk about it. I mean, I could talk about me cowering in a little seat like this. Scared out of my wits. If I had to. Luke said there were no jump scares, so I was like, alright, I think I can handle it. There was one fucking jump scare, and I about lost it. <laughs> when they fucking hit the deer. Was I fucking lost my mind. Wow. I was so upset. You were at a concert, so I couldn't text you, but like I literally was like, if this is what this I'm fucking set up for, I'll kill him. I was ready to murder you. But honestly... I forgot about that, okay? So, I figured you did. Uh, it didn't seem like it was that much of a... Had there been a second jump scare, I knew you would have been fucking with me, but considering there was no other ones... Uh, but, like, honestly, that one scared the shit out of me. <laughs> out of the blue. Um, and, I mean, you come to realize that it's probably going to happen while they're driving because that's all filmmakers do anymore. Mm. But, yeah, uh, I, saw it, I saw it last week. Um, I saw it Wednesday before I saw Kong on Thursday. Uh, so I saw a good movie and a bad movie that week. Um, but I don't understand what you're saying because both those movies were pretty great. Yeah, let's talk about it. I had to lie to my fucking tattoo artist today, too. Be like, yeah, I saw Kong. It was awesome. <laughs> it was awesome. Listen, I can appreciate it's not everybody's cup of tea. But it's not a terrible movie. Um, I'm trying to think what I had to lie to somebody about the, the other day. Um, fuck, I can't think of it. Um, but I was, it was my tattoo artist as well. I don't know if it was your tattoo artist, but like uh, we were talking and bullshitting. I was t throwing around some ideas and he started talking about a horrible movie. And I was like, yeah, yeah, that's great. That's, that's great. I'm not, not sure if I want to get tattoos yeah. with you anymore. No, I was literally like, yeah, I saw Kong. That's cool. I'm not going to say anything because you have the fucking needle. <laughs> right now but just yeah your neck he's like i fucking i thought you wanted a spider web all the way down your neck so you could never have a real job again <laughs> no offense to people uh, with spider webs on their necks i think it looks lovely and you had made great choices in your life such an <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kidding everybody has their own cup of tea i'm not fucking look at me like i have room to talk to people about their tattoo decisions yeah, you'll be um, <laughs> So what did you actually think about Get Out? Because you pretty much okay, sold me uh, on the movie, so. Uh, for a first-time film, like, I think it's a great accomplishment. Uh, you know, it's Jordan Peele wrote and directed it. It's his first movie. Um, it has such a voice. You can hear his thought process in that movie and everything he's thinking about. But... I have the same problem. I feel like this is the third week in a row I've talked about this where I don't like the ending. Like, I feel like <sighs> it ends on the most shit that goes down in that movie goes down in the last five minutes and then it ends on two jokes. Like, it just totally is a win. <laughs> I, uh, from what I hear, the, um, 
was supposed to be like the cop you saw earlier in the movie was just arresting mm -hmm. him for the murders. Would you have preferred that one? That would have invoked more of a uh, like Night of the Living Dead feel. Where, you know, like the uh, end of the original Night of the Living Dead. Um, I don't expect him to come back to this story ever again. So I think ending it with the two jokes really helped out. Uh, it made me fucking leave. When those two jokes hit, I was like, alright. I'm good, I'm better. Because the entire fucking movie is such a creepy vibe. And like, I honestly, if it didn't have the jokes, I doubt I would have slept that night. Just because, I mean, white people are insane. And that movie is, it's kind of like a 90s callback where they would have all the, not necessarily scary movies, but definitely like creepy vibe style movies. I almost, it, it felt very Candyman-esque, except that was very supernatural. Yeah, no, and there is, I almost say it's a borderline supernatural, because I'm not sure how the procedure actually works in that film. Uh, and I didn't see that coming. I thought, like, I was all like, in these black people, their studies. Like, I didn't think it was the twist. See, that's what, that's what I thought, too. Um... Fucking white people. Yeah. Like, when when they were doing bingo, I was like, what the fuck? What the fuck's going on here? And at that point, I was like, everybody, like, don't say anything and just get the fuck out of there. Insanity ensued. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's really interesting that that movie can say what it has to say and it's not an indictment of white people like i didn't feel like he was like white people yeah. are fucking terrible you know and like that's a real easy line he could have stepped over feel i feel it was very uh sim I, I think it was more sympathetic to victims not necessarily any any genuine race i mean we've grown up and we've known fucking insane people in our culture. I mean, it, it's... I want to hit on this again when we start talking about Iron Fist because I know there's some controversy with that bullshit. Um, but I just genuinely felt like it was just a great story. And like you said, for his first time out, I'm sure he had a lot of control on sketches for Key and Peel. Um, I, I think he's been around the camera enough to know how the story should work. Honestly, the entire thing worked so well for me. Yeah, uh, and, you know, just anchored by great performances. Like, that lead, I... Uh, absolutely. So good. Uh, even Allison Williams is good, and, like, when she finally does her little turn at the end, it's great, you know, and... That, that was the freakiest part, when she was just standing on the fucking porch. Uh, full spoilers, sorry. I, I don't think we've necessarily spoiled anything... Well, I guess you did say that. Fuck it. Spoilers. <laughs> uh, I didn't realize she was from Girls until after, like, I was looking at where everybody was from. Um, and, like, I realized she was from Girls, and I was like, oh, yeah, she was pretty good in that, too. But, like, all the performances were so eerily on point. Um, there were a couple points at the party when I laughed out loud. 
out of sheer nervousness. <laughs> uh, I think when he when he stepped up to the mid forties gentleman and said, "I want to think of the line." I think he said, uh, "Black is in right now," and I was like, "What the, what the fuck is going on here?" Like, yeah, l- literally laughed out loud, and I was like, "I don't ever hear that because." I don't want to get stabbed because I'm anything related to those people. Like, even though it's told from a black perspective, you can see the hint of, uh, like, where do you draw the line at uh, what you accept in society? You know, like, at first, it's like it's real casual, almost borderline racism, but it's, you know, hey, it's just this is how they are. That's how they are. Wean him down and weighing him down. And everyone runs into that when, you know, you're in polite society. When do you finally draw the line, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I saw a couple of people talking about the movie. Uh, my friend Ian Alexander and his friend Cece was talking about it. It was really interesting to get the perspective of it because she did. She also said something about it being, like, um, more for the victim rather than against these psychos? I can't think of the full word. Psychopaths. That's the one. You can go. Um, Which I thought was really a great note to hit on just because, like, it it stayed in his uh, lane the entire movie, and I'm glad they didn't shift from that because I think it wouldn't have worked if they would have tried jumping around to different people. But that's where the third act doesn't work for me, because then it does jump to his buddy in the TSA. Yeah, but when he shows up, you're like, thank God, get out of here. Yeah, and you're like, dead people, and here's your friend covered in blood and wounded, and you're like, I'm with the TSA, we get shit done. I told you shit. (laughs) It's, It's real weird. Totally, like, fucking, another great point is when he flashes the camera the first time, looking like the soul, like, swimming around in the eyes, like, that was such an awesome shot they did, and, like, chilled me to the bone when, like, he started yelling at him, I was like, what the, fucking, everyone relax. Hands up. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Hila said that he, you know, like you said, he's not going to go back to this story, but he has kind of the same I do, you know, these social commentary films, and I'm really excited to see what he does next. Yeah, I think he wants to do four more in the next ten years. Isn't that right? I think that's what he said, yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm in. Uh, this movie, he did such an awesome job, like even if he captures 34% of that for the next four movies, I'm totally in. Apparently, Luke had to go close his window because cops and people are shooting at his place the last two days. No, that was just last night. <laughs> well, it was the last two days, so it counts. I don't understand how you I... Are, you are the people in that movie. The <laughs> building are the people in that movie. I just don't get it. How do you not hear a gunshot? It's not like I have a big apartment. It's true. 
it is the size of a shoebox, and it's really frightening to know that you can't hear a gunshot goes off in that. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, hmm. my landlord was like, did you hear a bang? And I was like, no. He's like, it was a gun going off. I was like, okay, I'm going <laughs> to. <laughs> did they say what caliber it was? Because, like, if it was a fucking 22, nobody's going to hear that. I have no idea. All I know is I'm like, everyone else in the building heard it but me, apparently. You're going to be moving out and, like, you're going to be disassembling your goddamn huge bookshelves of comics and, like, you're just going to find stray bullets. Yeah. (laughs) Fuck, that could have came down. It could have hit me and I wouldn't even have heard it. Honestly, when you were saying the story on Facebook, I was like, I know, I see where this is leading. Luke got shot and he's not going to do the podcast tonight. Real great. <laughs> I would always do it. Gunshot wouldn't stop me. Just fucking, just bloody cloth across your shoulder. You're like, let's just do this. Mm-hmm. Let's get it done with. <laughs> I'm going to pass out soon, so let's talk quick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I, re- I really, um, did you see the trailer before seeing the movie? Uh, yeah, I'd seen a trailer. What was the fucking deal with the uh, deer head? I well, typically see the trailer after the movie. Uh, apparently that... Did you see that in the movie? What? What? Explain. Uh, the deer head comes alive and it's like a bony head. <laughs> and like scares him. I did not see that. It's real thing. Well, maybe it was a cutscene, but yeah, I didn't see that. I'm fucking pulling it up now, so now you got to talk about bullshit. I believe you that there was a fucking head, your head. Oh, you're going to see it now. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. An homage to Evil Dead 2? Hmm. Maybe. Um, Another thing that really... Uh, I don't understand how he escaped um, to the point of getting the uh, cotton balls in his ear because there's just no way. So then when he when he faked like he was passed out, like it threw me for a loop because I was like, there's no way. You could bend your head down that far. I mean, that's all he did was bend his head down. I don't believe it. Okay. Uh, I'm glad you don't don't believe that, but you can believe in transferring your consciousness into another person's body. I don't believe in any of it. Just scares the fuck out of me. Oh. Well, let's just say you saw it and we'll believe it. Um, oh my god. Okay. Are you done with that? Yeah. Okay. Can you see this? See. Yeah. It's your skeleton. Well, you're a fucking deer skeleton. I see a deer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that was uh, it fucking automates and like fucking jumps at him and shit. I don't know. It wasn't the deer he used to stab the shit out of the dad? He did. And then they hit a deer. There's some weird theme of deer running through it that I'm not sure what that means. 
fucking weird. Yeah, he kind of it kind of weirded me out when he was deer getting hit and like that kind. Of, <laughs> he related the deer getting hit to his mom. That was kind of a stretch for me, but it's whatever. I guess that's fair. But I mean, they didn't hit and run. They hit and called the cops, and they were racist against that one dude. Yeah, it's a world we live in. I totally love the movie, though. I probably am definitely going to buy it when it comes out and watch it in a lit room because I'm scared to death. <laughs> it's not even a scary movie. It, it's it's that it just like crawls up your spine, and I, yeah, I think I hate that more than like just a, a blatant killer movie like Saw or something like that. Yeah, it, it's definitely a sense of unease running throughout the film. Yeah. But if you haven't seen it and you're still on the fence, go see it because it's fucking phenomenal. Yeah, highly recommended. And it's highly, making a, highly recommended. Like it's making a what? A ton of money. Uh it costs like four million to make and it's cost a hundred million already theatrically. Damn, nice. Yeah. That's pretty so fantastic. Definitely struck a nerve with the audience. Uh, so yeah, just go support it more because it's an awesome fucking movie. Um, so now onto the big boxing weight match of the night. Uh, let's talk about Iron Fist. Okay. Uh, so full full disclosure, I have not seen any of the other Netflix series um, for the Marvel universe. Like Iron Fist is the only one I've seen so far, so I'm gonna have questions on a few things. Um, also, I didn't been straight through. I watched four a day for three days, and then what do you got? Yeah, no, I'm really interested to see what you think because you haven't seen the other shows, whereas I have. Uh, just for the sake of being, I, I, I watched it straight through, start to finish in one sitting, uh, because I felt if I didn't, I wouldn't come back to it. Like, if I stopped, uh, you, I couldn't... Did you see any of the reviews before you started watching? I had seen stuff where people were like, it's bad. It, you know, like, it was starting to come out. <laughs> and Finn Jones is kind of digging himself in a hole with all his crosstalk about it. Like, mm. did you see the review where he said that people are saying the show's bad, not because it's bad, but because they equate it to Trump? Haven't seen that, but I've heard that it's it's getting a bad rap because uh, people felt that they should have had Danny as an Asian character um, just to give some more minority um, spotlight in this one since Luke Cage did did well um, for the Netflix series. Um, but have you read much Iron Fist? I have read one iron fist book uh i read uh it was the immortal iron fist it was uh brubaker and fractions run with david aja on art uh the first volume yep the brew because after the second volume of it, it's when brew and fraction left and i read it for them because i like and i hated that book. so so did you watch or did you read their whole run or just the uh, first volume then I read the the epic collection they put out. It collected all of their run. Oh, okay. 
not the whole okay. run. Uh, so we have something else to talk about because I've read the first volume, which was the six issues, I believe. Uh, so we have a little bit more we can talk about. Um, I'll go into what I said or what I know about it because obviously you'll fill in Blake's. Um, I liked it. Uh, I, I very much liked it until nearing the end. Um, the writing kind of started falling apart for me. Um, up to that point, it was really transcendent, I guess. Um, love story. Uh, I was in it for Colleen and Danny, their story. Um, I didn't buy Danny as Iron Fist with his shaggy look like the first couple episodes, but then he started growing on me. Um, I think Colleen was definitely one of the stars of the show. Choreography was real sloppy in spots, but is really fantastic in other spots. So it kind of evened out, but there was some very janky choreography along the way. Um, I just think this this whole series kind of felt rushed. Um, and, and they just got it to Netflix so they could work on uh, getting the Defenders set up. So, um, I don't feel it was rushed. I thought they didn't know what to do with the character. Um, okay. I, feel like I, yeah, I see that side. I, I felt like, you know, when they made their deal with Netflix, so like we're doing the street level heroes, we're doing Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, and Iron Fist. You kind of have to do Iron Fist because he has that connection to Luke Cage with Heroes mm-hmm. for Hire. But then they got around to it and they're like, we don't have a story to tell. Um, like so I- that's where I'm going. Um, with the story of the hand, that's shown up in the other uh, Netflix series, hasn't it? Uh, Daredevil. Uh, both seasons okay. of Daredevil. Uh, mainly season two, it's hinted at in season one. Because, uh, you know, the hand is a big Daredevil villain. No group. It's tied to Daredevil. Interesting. It it just felt like they were there were a couple people different people pulling the strings for the villain aspect of the show. Uh where like people really wanted Bakuda to show up and be the villain guy. But I really was disappointed uh in Gao after the tournament. Because when she showed the one attack on Danny, I was like, shit, this might is going to be a fucking, this is going to be a pretty good battle royale. And it just was nothing. Yeah. And Gao so, is, Gao is in the other Netflix shows. And I think she's super interesting, but I felt they were trying to add some dimension to the hand in this. And that's why they brought in Bakudo and like this different sect of the hand and try and flesh it out more. I do feel like they're going to be the main villains in the Defenders show. Uh, I guess we'll find out. It just felt, um, I don't know. It felt like they were trying to take on too much with him too quickly. And like that kind of just got so disjointed from the couple different storylines they were running with him. Like he kind of got spread too thin to make any cohesive. Um, moments for either story. Um, I think they gave him and Colleen's story enough, just enough to let it breathe. Um, but it kind of fell apart when 
the big reveal happens. Which I didn't like. That it, like that really just was a thorn in my side. Um, I can see why they did it, but uh, being a rational person living in this world, um, you don't just get over something like that. Like when somebody comes and talks to you, like you definitely have to have some time to decompress. And like, they just gave it half a day. She showed up with a pizza and was like, can I talk to you? And he's what? like, no, there was a weird. Sense. And then was like, there was a weird sense of time. in some of those episodes, cause in the episode where she, where she reveals it to him and he gets mm-hmm. mad and out of the room. The very next yeah. scene is she's like, then he's meditating there right next to her. Like, when did he come back? Did they talk some more? Like, it just completely throws that aside. Um, there were some awesome characters. Um, the spider, a chick from the tournament. Um, I heard she was a pretty good villain in the Iron Fist world lore, whatever. Um, I wish she had gotten a little more screen time. I, I just felt like a lot of this could have been stretched just a little bit longer and given a little bit more room to breathe, and it would have been a little bit better. Um, If they had decided on what kind of show they wanted to tell, it would have been easier to do. I felt we spent so much time without Danny. We were in boardrooms with the Meachums and figuring out Rand, and all this shit that I don't care about. You're giving me an Iron show. I want to see a show about Kung Fu, and you don't get the first fight till what, the... Maybe? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was really disjointed. Um, them going ahead and setting up the world, but like, and almost giving you too much information about shit that just de- never mattered. Um, I don't know. I liked it. I guess the series is all right, but it, it's only because it's got me interested to go back and watch the other Netflix series now. Because from what I can tell, this is the worst of the four so far. Um, and I think I'm not gonna hate on it. That's I, does. Uh, I felt this one. You could kind of throw away. Excuse me, the first like six episodes. Like you could have condensed those first six down to like. But I would have been okay with it. But yeah. the back half, I actually enjoyed. From episodes six through thirteen, I found enough to enjoy throughout it to recommend it. It's the weakest. I think I'm about the flip side. I think I I like the first ones a lot better. Um, but as soon as it started like steamboat or uh, snowballing at the end, it was just too much to handle, and I, I just kind of keep traction with it. Um, I also feel like this this series is made for TV, not necessarily Netflix. So the binging aspect of it kind of hurts it. I feel like if you watch one episode, walk away, come back to it, I think it would work be, work a lot better. Um just because you'd have enough time to marinate on each episode, but I don't know. That's just my my ideas on the whole thing. I don't know. Um, I've I've binged every one of the Netflix shows. Uh, That's know. what you do because you were. I mean, someone like you, you're you were a full time job, so it's hard to find chunks of time to carve out for stuff like that. So I can see binging working for you. Um, me, I have nothing but time, so 
committing to chunks of time like that is isn't a hard thing, but I'd rather go ease into it something like that. So, so you should definitely. Oh no, other shows. Are you are you in on the other? Yes. Show? Um, is there a certain time or uh, a certain way I should watch them, like in succession? I like you mean like for storytelling purposes? Um, well, does it make sense to just go how they were laid out, like Daredevil season one, Jessica Jones, I think Daredevil season two, and then Luke Cage? Yeah, that's how they came out. Um, nothing with them. Start with Daredevil, because in the end, Claire uh, Rosario's character is the only <laughs> one who every show, and she comes in Daredevil season one. So uh, there's really not a huge amount of like connective tissue between them. Okay. You could watch them the way they came out. Uh, me being the super huge Daredevil fan, would just tell you just watch Daredevil season one and two straight through. Uh, but all kinds of places. <laughs> That's what I've heard. I've heard Daredevil is easily the best of the. So, I think so. But again, I'm a huge Daredevil mark. Like he's one of my favorites. So it's hard for me to maybe disassociate. But uh, you will watch Daredevil. It has one of the best fight scenes in TV in its second episode. And you will think... I think they- I've seen the start of it. Is that the one that's, that takes place at the docks? No, it's in a hallway. It's one okay. single take in a hallway. <laughs> Fucking... Some of the hallway scenes in, in Iron Fist were kind of... The whole hatchet one was just a mess. Yeah, like they should. A lot of my problem with it is the writing aspect. Like they could have done a lot better. They go with a different different routes with some things. So. Yeah, it's hard, and just seeing the other shows and going, okay, I've seen Daredevil. He has proven to me that he's a better better martial artist than the Immortal Iron Fist. It shouldn't work that way. Uh, Mm -hmm. but you know they must not have brought the same choreography team over, so. That makes sense. Um, oh, and I saw an interview today with Finn Jones, the guy who played Iron Fist, and he literally mm-hmm. said he would be for the fight scenes 15 minutes before they shot. What? Like, that's how... Yeah, he was like... Uh, 15 minutes through it. I mean, it really... You can really tell for a few of those scenes because it's... Like they're baby stepping through the fight scenes, and like I caught a couple of them where the guys are waiting to make like I saw one where he's watching the other person's foot and then like going, and it's like, but yeah, it was kind of underwhelming. Plus, yeah, the drunken fight in fucking China was badass though. Yeah, and that was the guy who played like the drunken master. He Mm. uh. The audition for the role of Danny and came real close to getting it. Damn, that would have been pretty fucking awesome. Um, I from what I hear, he doesn't he have a bigger role. Um, he didn't die, did he? Uh no, he just got his face knocked the fuck in. As far oh as yeah, I know. that's right, that's right. 
Uh, but I, I, I did enjoy it um, with all my ragging on it. Uh, I just did. I really did enjoy the series. And I mean, it's got me interested in the other series. So I'll definitely be going back and watching those. Yeah. Go, go watch Daredevil. Give me a reason to watch Daredevil again. <laughs> we'll fucking pump the brakes a little bit. We'll give it like a couple weeks. At least. Um, let's talk about the Immortal Iron Fist, though. I think that did a, lot, a really better job of giving the sense of purpose and abilities. Um, I think them showing another one relatively close off the bat and then like a lineage of them really helped the cement the whole ideology where in the show you just had Danny running around screaming he was the Iron Fist. I can't imagine a superhero doing that type of shit. So um what I liked about the Immortal Iron Fist book was the concept of, you know, it's a mm-hmm. tournament between the seven heavenly heavenly cities or each sending a champion and we're going to decide which immortal weapon's the best. I dig the shit out of that concept. I haven't gotten that far yet. That's not in the first six volumes. I, I can see it starting to take place where um, Fist is up for it and then Davos. So but Davos they, is somebody else's champion then? Uh, I don't remember. I read that book so long ago. Um, oh, all I remember, I'm so sorry. Uh, <sighs> you know how many fucking books I've read? It's hard to keep all this weird. Oh, fucking... I read so many shit. Like, just fucking... I don't know. I don't have an answer for that, but you... I, uh, I don't know. Remember I got nothing. <laughs> like, they, they just don't follow through on that concept. It kind of runs in the background, and there's this other shit running behind it and that's what they're more focused on Uh, I think they did a really good job in the books showing Danny as this Batman-esque superhero where he just has a bunch of money and he is also like this supernatural fighter Um, I think using the Hydra in the Immortal was a smarter choice than doing this whole um, hand stuff because it's just a lot to bite off and I think Hydra is just a quote-unquote better place filler for bad guys. It's it's like the fucking henchmen in the spirit movie where they just throw henchmen at the fire. Um, okay. Just felt real bad. that was real bad. Real, real bad. <laughs> uh, but no, the hand... They're the Foot Clan. That's what the hand is. It's fair. It's fair. Literally, the um, ninja... I did. I did like all the back and forth of like them trying to get each other out of Rand, or at least each other's affairs. Um, but the whole Hydra showdown in the Immortal Iron Fist books—that was pretty badass. Uh, especially um, Danny and. Randall fighting back to back. Yeah. Um, Randall or Randall Orson or something like that. Uh, fucking using his guns and shit. Mm-hmm. This is classy. That's the yeah, way I no, would be an Iron Fist. If, if you're gonna read an Iron Fist book, that's the only one I can recommend. It's the only one I read, but it's not great. And I love... <laughs> 
I'm I mean, interested to fo- to finish this first run, the Brubaker run at least. Um, it's got me interested in that, but I don't think I'll probably go on with it. Um, I do dig his character design with the green outfit and the yellow. Um, it's just you don't see very much in superheroes. Like they definitely stick to towards like a darker vibe yeah. of their colors and shit. And he didn't have it in the show, and it made me sad. Dude, I was so upset because I was trying to think of something to use to sketch for the thumbnail, and I was like, fucking where's your outfit, man? <laughs> I was waiting so long and for him to shave that goddamn scruff off his face so he could just be the Iron Fist, but to no avail. Yeah, they fucked up. They should have put him in that costume day one. He should have walked into Rand Enterprises in that costume. But like, it's me, Danny Rand. 100%. 1,000%. I would have sung the praises if they were, he would just showed up with his bandana. He's like, I'm here to fuck shit up. I'm like, that's my guy. That's my number one guy. <laughs> it had started the exact same way with fucking Outcast playing in his headphones, him walking up. Oh, my God. Uh... You're telling me the dream that lives inside my head right now. I did love the use of the hip hop. Um, felt very real. That they were, they were sticking with the music from that time. That he did get lost. I think in the book, it the uh, gate opens every ten years, not every fifteen years. Um, but also, he was born in Kunlun. Not that I know of. Maybe it was the other one who was. But Danny was. Oh, uh, Randall? Yeah, maybe that's what it was. Maybe it was Randall. Yeah. Not thinking of... Yeah, that probably is it. Um, but I dig it. I dig it. Uh, any other comic book stuff that's got you interested in? Um... I haven't been looking at the news a ton lately. Um... Like, I catch, like, I'll look over to, like, Bleeding Cool, and I was like, ah, oh, no, this sounds interesting, and I just quit out. I've, I've read it. <laughs> uh, from what I hear, Marvel's canceling a shit ton because they, well, I mean, their model has just been fucked for the last half a year or so just because they've been trying such random offshoots of trying to get things to work, so. Yeah, but at least I, I guess, you know. That's fair, but it. But they, I think they're going along with DC's rebirth model now, and they're trying that for themselves. Well, whatever. They'll do it better because DC sucks, even though I like DC. It's, it really is whatever. I mean, I'm an indie guy, so it's not like I'm going out the door to pick up Marvel or DC. So I trade late, so whatever. Shit gets canceled before trades come out anymore. I can't help them. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, that, I've I've become such a big trade fan because collecting the monthlies is too much of a headache when you live two and a half hours from the nearest comic store. Yeah, collecting becomes a headache when you have seven long boxes full single issues. <laughs> <laughs> agree, I agree. Um, I did see Scotty Young made mm-hmm. Gert a fucking samurai, so I was so excited for that issue. Yeah, um, do you know what? I hate Scotty Young's art. <sighs> <Is> it? <laughs> I don't 
doesn't make sense. It's twee. It's what? It's all twee. It's too twee. It's all cutesy and you're you're wrong. I've been I've been holding my tongue around a lot of things that you're wrong on, but this is like the top of the list. Scotty Young's art is fantastic. It's just not for me. It is not for me. I'm glad you went that route because I was about to start yelling. <laughs> I don't want to hold it in. Like he's not a bad artist. It's just I don't style. It's fair. I, he is very cartoony and like very whimsical almost. So I don't know. It really works for me, and uh, I love his fucking. I hate Fairyland story. So. But uh, yeah, I a lot of people dug it. I did not read it. You're an idiot. You should pick it up. I got other things to do. It's just a little girl killing a bunch of mythical shit. It's so much fun. I got real books to read, man. <sighs> you don't even like the reality you're in right now. Why don't you want to escape that as much as possible? I'm reading real. I'm reading a real book, so I don't have huh? to read kids' fairy tales. What real book are you reading? I am rereading American Gods right now. The Neil Gaiman yeah, book. Oh, yeah, that one. Have you, did you pick up the latest hit or the newest issue? No, I mean, I'm reading the book, the novel. All right, fucking back up a second. I just know the, the number one came out last week, I think it was. So. Yeah, there's a comic and the TV show's come out and they finally dropped like a trailer. Fucking Frank's in it, though. I know. He's playing Odin. That's the. I'm in. It doesn't even matter. I'm in. As soon as I saw Frank, I was like, I'm going to fucking punch. I'm going to get him well, and I'm going to punch him to death. So it's uh, that's all I need. To do. That book is brilliant, and I will never watch the TV show because it's on stars. So I'll oh, quit, quit being such a child. Have you watched Ash vs. the Evil Dead? Yeah, I'm saying that I physically will not be able to watch the show. Not that I'm like, I'm boycotting it. No, I mean, I don't. Yeah, but they have their subscription plan now. I'm not paying money for shit. Oh, come on. You have all this money. What are you going to do with it? I don't know. Live? (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. That's fair. Um, The Evil Dad is really good, so I'm totally on board with them doing anything they want. So. Yeah, no, it's really cool. Um, did you ever watch Legion, the FX show? I haven't. I've been meaning to. Uh, everybody says it's fantastic, and it's the X-Men that everybody should be watching. Um, I'm excited about the everything I'm hearing about it. Um, it seems like it's still a very big mystery of what's going down, so I should probably jump on it very soon. Um, last I knew... They're four episodes in, aren't they? What's that? Four episodes in? Uh, five, I believe. I've only seen the pilot, because it was, it was free on Amazon, but it's brutal. <laughs> it, no, seriously, that pilot... Uh... Amazing. So, and apparently... Well, it's, it's FX, so... It's understandable. Yeah. Did you, um, did you watch Fargo? Did I watch what? Fargo? No. I stopped watching FX right before Fargo came out. Like, um, we were moving and like our cable plan like got all messed up. So, 
Okay. Well, um, yeah, Fargo, I've, Fargo. I've been meaning to go back to it. I think it's on Netflix, isn't it? It should be. It's brilliant, and it's this the same guy who did that is doing Legion. Okay. So, um, because Legion follows Professor X's son, right? Yeah. It. Uh, I don't think he's going to be his son in the show, or at least they're not okay. getting to that point. But yeah, that's it's David Haller. It's his kid. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, Legion is a piece of shit character, and I hate him. But uh, the show is really good. So, well, I mean, it's FX, and I trust FX with my life. So, I don't think FX has ever let me down. So, I don't know. Did you watch Sons of Anarchy? That show was real bad. They've not let me down, other than Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> but I mean, that was only the last like three seasons. The first few are really good. I'll give it. The um, first it gets real messy after that. Yeah. Uh. Oh, fun fact: the guy who was the showrunner on Iron Fist. Do you know what other show he in the later seasons? Interesting. He ran Dexter, which I know you love that. Dexter's a real shit show. Yeah, and the guy did Iron Fist ran the last couple seasons of Dexter. I never I'm even a... finished that show. <laughs> With good reason, because I scream at people when they say they should finish it. I was like, no. If you watch the first two seasons, you're done. You're good. First two is all you need. That's it. That's it. Stop yeah. after that, because then you yeah. get weird Jimmy Smith's of season three. Nobody wants that. No, and then you get, I've never uh, seen Jimmy Smith in a role that I was like, you know what? That's all right. I'm all right with Jimmy Smith. Not one. What? You weren't really excited when he showed up in Rogue One? No. Nope. Because that's Leah's dad, right? Yeah. Well, it's her um, adopted father. Well, that makes more sense. Well, duh. She's obviously Kenobi's kid. <laughs> yeah, he was. Listen, I have real problems with the Star Wars universe. That I'm, whatever's written down, I don't pay it any attention. I'm going by whatever's in my head. What's that? Did you see Rogue One? We never talked about it. I did. Um, I left the, <laughs> here we go again. Uh, I didn't like Rogue One as much as I probably should have because I saw Passengers before it and Passengers was my favorite movie last year. Oh my God, it's so fucking... I'm not saying that Rogue One is a good movie because I don't think it is, but it, no. Yeah. No, I think, Passengers... I think Rogue One is such fan service for the fans. Um, I think it's more for uh, parents that saw the originals in the theaters to have that feeling with their kids. But as far as being a movie I need in my life, it's not. Yeah, I'm not even. But saying that, after I saw it and was like disappointed by how much I didn't care for it, um, I saw the trailer for it again. And like just watching the trailer made me giddy for it. And I was like, maybe I'm just... Maybe I'm hating on it just to hate on it, so maybe. I yeah, I'll definitely. Yeah, I'm. I'm a Star Wars nerd enough that I'll, I'll watch it again. 
because you know I'm like fucking Panda Baba's in it, you know, fucking he shows up, you know, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, how excited are you for episode? Did you see Force Awakens? I mean, obviously you saw Force Awakens. What do you think of Force Awakens? I bawled like a baby during that movie. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, it's so good. I hate Force Awakens with every fiber of my soul. Nope, you're wrong. You just don't have a soul. That movie is just so stupid. No, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful <laughs> film. It makes me feel like a child again. How? It None of it makes sense. What do you mean it doesn't make sense? It tells a very. They have a planet that can eat a story that eats a sun to shoot five different planets. Yeah, it's, it's also just a, a world bigger world. Death Star. Yeah, I don't care. I got to see fucking Chewie and the Millennium Falcon again. Well, listen, if I could just have a movie of just fucking Chewie and the Millennium Falcon cruising for chicks, I'm in for that movie. Yeah. Uh, when <laughs> I'm, I'm fairly certain. When me and Chap saw it at the same, or we went to the same theater and saw it, I'm pretty sure we audibly laughed. I'm fairly certain that you're an asshole and you just hate good things. It's not true. That hype train for goddamn Star Wars is too much. You're going to sit there. It's hard for anything to live up to that. No, I don't understand. How you can sit there and yell at me for 20 minutes last week that fuck Kong is a good movie, but Force Awakens isn't? Yeah, but Force Awakens is just a new hope with different fucking skins. And I'm okay with that, because new hope is great. All right, but listen, when I was done with Force Awakens, I was like, you know what? I'm done with Star Wars. I'm washing my hands. If other people want to enjoy it, I'm cool with that. Uh, and then I saw a fucking couple videos that came back into the Star Wars lore, and I hate it. At this point, it's a fight within myself to to give it a shot or just throw it in the trash. Uh, episode 8 is going to be amazing, and you know it. <laughs> I think Episode 8 is going to be a real shit show. No, nope, it's Ryan. It's hard for me to believe that these... These three movies, this le- this next this trilogy, is going to be able to hold water, considering there's three different people behind the helm of each one. I don't care. Ryan Johnson behind the next one. He makes nothing but fantastic movies. The movie itself is going to be terrible. I'm saying the three are going to be so disjointed that it's no. The story it's- between the three is going to be a train wreck. No, you're a train wreck. I'm not disputing that. I'm very much a train wreck. Um, But have you ever seen the videos explaining the prequels? I've seen the prequels. I don't need them explained to me. No, 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 no. What they were, what could have been from the sequels? Or prequels? I don't want to watch fake things. I saw what George Lucas wanted, and I watched it, and I'm done. Listen, you have to build up the lore you want for the Star Wars world. That's the only thing that makes it better. Yeah, and guess what? I did that. My lore starts with New Hope and goes forward. There's nothing before it. But it's such... It will be a fucking twist 
if uh, it turns out that um, fucking Ray is a Kenobi. You know who Ray should be? She should be a Binks. A fuck. She's gonna be a Skywalker. I know she is. No, she should. She should be like Jar Jar. Fuck Padme, and like started this weird line, and that's where Ray came from. I hope they bring back Jar Jar just so he can be the the father of Ray. Could you imagine? I'll lose my mind. Could you imagine? Like I can imagine going to the movie theater for a week straight just to watch everybody leave in tears. Can you imagine though if like, they they were having like a new Jedi Council meeting and it's like Ray and Luke and whoever else there? Jar Jar walks in. And it's like, yeah, Gungans are in right now. Show me your golf swing. Yeah. Uh, fucking opening of uh the number eight. Fucking Ray flips in the fucking lightsaber. He's like, ah, I can't hold it anymore. My hands all fucking weird ass and shit. Uh, fucking Jar Jar pops out from a rock. He's like, Misa Boo! And Ray shoots him in the face. <laughs> Die! Because he's immortal. And he's actually a Highlander. Oh, sure. There could be only Boom. one Jar Jar. Boom! Breaks into Queen. Fucking Princes like- of the Universe. And then Jar Jar steals the Millennium Falcon. I'm back in for Star Wars 9 if that happens. We've gone off the rails. I feel like this is where the rails needed to end. Yeah. (sighs) What do you want to talk about next week, though? Uh, I have no idea. Is there anything coming out out this week? week? Uh, uh, Doesn't Power Rangers come out this week? Absolutely not. 100% One hundred percent not. Uh, let me see. Power Rangers does come out this week. Uh, uh, life gonna... comes out. Uh, You're not gonna see Power Rangers, are you? Nate's gonna make me see Power Rangers. <sighs> There's a hundred percent chance that I don't want to see Power Rangers. I don't want to either at all. That movie looks like hot garbage. It's, uh, hmm. I hope you secretly come back and really love it. I hope that I just shoot myself instead. Don't you just don't do that. I need you to do these podcasts every week, so No, I'm gonna come um, on next week. I'm gonna be like, here's my Power Rangers, I'll see Power Rangers. Uh, okay. That's I don't want to. God damn it. Um, I don't want to either. There you go. We're going to watch Power Rangers. Uh, also, we're going to watch... Listen, did you ever watch the old series? Yeah. Like, like the robot. All right. Let's talk about the first series. Um, like up to the Dragon Sword and shit. Well, if I remember. You're old, man. I don't remember that shit. Watch a couple episodes. Uh, I'm sure you can jump through most of them to the putties where they're like, blah, 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 blah. and then they kick him in the chest. Um, 
and then boom, Dragonzord saves the day. Uh, I'm because fucking Queen plays. He holds up the fucking flute dagger. Fucking born to be princess. I quit. <laughs> you knock it off. It's gonna be awesome. Over. All right. So next week we'll talk Power Rangers and Power Rangers, and I'm sure some more stuff. So. Catch you then. Peace. Say goodbye. I said goodbye. I said goodbye again. The podcast you just heard was published with Anchor. Got something you want to say to the creator of this show? Send them a voice message using the Anchor app, free for iOS and Android.